All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. I did it, Jake. I did it, and I didn't even practice it all week. I just spit it out right there. That's our full. Now we just have to add another one so it's even longer. Nine times the charm, man. I had faith in you. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, uh, December 19th. Let's talk about what's in the news. That's Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. And this is my sort of... uh, news voice. I realize I'm doing a sort of a caricature of a person when I talk like that. All right. Let's jump in, Jake. First of all, how was your week? I'll just ask you that as I get the stories lined up. Oh, it's good, man. Little of this, little of that, you know? Yeah. I went to see a Spider-Man on Thursday, opening night, packed house, everybody cheering, laughing, crying, good times. I know you don't like uh, superhero movies for the most part, but this is a good one. Got to tell you, it's good. I have no interest in seeing Spider-Man 17 and I, and I will not have any interest in seeing Spider-Man 18 next year. Now he fights a slightly different guy in a slightly different goofy costume. Oh, like I don't, yeah, I don't no, no. Actually they do change costumes. All right. Um, no fucking way. Do they really? Yeah. Yes, you know what I did see? I saw Nightmare Alley. Tony Stark, uh, spoiler alert. He loses his high tech Tony Stark costume and goes back to being just regular old Spider-Man. Tony Stark, I thought he was Iron Man. Right. Tony Stark gave uh, Peter Parker like high-tech, nanotech Spider-Man costumes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I see. I don't, I don't know this shit. They're, they're crossing the movies and everything. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's literally why I brought it up because I know you don't like superhero movies, so I brought up that I watched one and liked it so that you could uh, make fun like you did. I, I have no idea. It's, it's I, you know, the crossing movies because they're like, wait... We we realize this 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 plot is boring. It's the same thing over and over again. Ah, what if we, what if we crossed uh, the 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 plots, which are the same thing every time? I I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it switches it up slightly. I, I I just don't care. Not boring. Very good. But I saw Nightmare Alley. That was good. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, uh, fish fucker director Guillermo. Yeah. You know what though? Not enough fish fucking. That's what he has to stick with. What makes this movie great. Well, that's why the guy that directed this Spider-Man directed the first two. Once you get your niche, once you know your line, your lane, stay in your lane. So, yeah, Guillermo, you do fish fucking well. It won you an Oscar. You need fish fucker part two and fish fucker part three. Godfather two was a great sequel. What's wrong with the shape of uh, water two? Well, dude, it's such a goddamn cock tease because it's a two and a half hour movie. And the whole thing is based around like a 1930s carnival. And you're like, oh, my God, I think I know what's going to be the next act. He's going to fuck a fish and people are going to pay a dollar to see it. Nope. No fish fucking. So that's the the M. Night Shyamalan twist is you think there's going to be fish fucking, but there is no fish fucking. Yeah. You sold out Guillermo del Toro and just showed people fucking. You suck. Any hack director can make me feel one thing about people fucking. You made me pro fish fucking. Uh, good times. Now that said, I did think the movie. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a little too long. Um, I think they could have cut it down a bit. But I, I, if if that's the worst thing I can say about a movie, um, I'm usually pretty happy. Also, I, I don't think they really dove enough into the therapist story. I don't think they dove enough into the kind of this this bad guy at the end. I'm like they could have done a little more with him. Oddly, oddly, I'm telling you, it's too it's too long. But I'm telling you, there's but certain you want- parts that they. <laughs> Yeah. 
But from what I want to have my cake and tell this director to go fuck himself for being un- unreasonable. From what I have seen, that it does have a shot of Bradley Cooper without a shirt. So I mean, come on, that that right there is worth the price of admission itself. You can kind of see his dick a bit in the water. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a fish dick. I mean, not not as far as I can tell, unless he's really, unless he's just throwing in Easter eggs for for the old school fans. You know? <laughs> uh, all right, Jake. Um, I didn't send you a link to this story. I just mentioned it in passing because to anybody listening, I have quite possibly the most shocking update of all time. So anybody that happens to be driving, maybe pull your car over so you don't get into an accident because you will be too stunned to maintain uh, control of your vehicle. If you are listening this to put you to sleep as our podcast generally does to people, this is going to wake you up. Whatever you are doing, focus on my words because you are going to be stunned. Jake. With it. Afghanistan is falling apart and fam- and facing a famine crisis greater than that of Ethiopia in the 1980s. Jake, my God, the Taliban couldn't rule Afghanistan. Who who could have seen this coming? Ha, ha, I'm stunned that the Taliban, with you know no real governing experience other than being author author, I can't say authentarian. Uh, a, a dictatorship in uh, the 90s has let their country fall to ruin. Who? I'm stunned, Jake. Did, did anybody see this coming? That they would not be able to govern and they would have no infrastructure. And Jake, you know what this means? This means that our trillions of tax dollars were propping up Afghanistan this whole time. And at this point, I'm going to do a Home Alone Kevin face. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to the Taliban, we couldn't really govern it either. So, eh, you, you, you well, know, we at least propped it up. We, that's what I'm saying is with our millions and millions and millions of dollars, we at least kept the country fed. We didn't really govern so much as allow the uh, top government figures to, you know, skim from the top and take and, and create huge bank accounts. But the, it, it's proved that trickle down economics did work. Because the the president of Afghanistan and all the rulers and general, they kept millions and they did give crumbs to the peasants. Well, now that they're not getting millions, nobody can skim because there's nothing to skim. So I think that I think that's a, a positive sign for trickle down economics. That's that's my argument. Is uh, trickle down economics means the country could be Afghanistan in the uh, in the in the 2010s? Yes, it's- that's okay. what I'm saying is America, America can aspire to getting the crumbs from millionaires grifting off tax dollars uh, <laughs> off aid yeah. money. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, it, 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 it's one of those things where like the, the Taliban wasn't really ruling Afghanistan before. That's that's another sort of thing. I mean, it, and, and so they're probably going to go back to not really doing that now. What they're really doing is fighting over uh Resources. I, I mean, opium farms, yeah, yeah. Uh, minerals, things like that. And, it's like they're um, not a central government. It's like it's 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 like the United States, only a thousand different tribes. So there's, you know, we weren't a central government. It was a pretend. The Taliban is just sort of like, oh, they're the figureheads. But every little tribe across Afghanistan is its own little thing. Well, yeah, but w- it would be like that only without the federal government really there at all. I yeah. mean. 
it's you, you know we at least have a strong federal government they they, they do not have that kind of thing. I mean, even even just the country itself, Afghanistan, was more or less made up and put in place when the British were ruling it. And they kind of did bring some kind of order to that place. I mean, not, um, you, you know, certainly not a utopia by any measure, but that was at least going on. But I mean, at least where I was at up in the Kush Mountains, kind of by the, uh, the, the border of uh, Pakistan and Afghanistan, it was like, look, Afghanistan's Afghanistan, Pakistan's Pakistan, but the Kush Mountains is just the Kush Mountains, and it's just tribal, and and that's that's it. No one really has has owned it. No one rules it. That's just the way it is. Would it be uh, fair at all to do a kissing cousins comparison to say the Kush Mountains is kind of like uh, Appalachia, sort of? I mean, yeah, we have the federal government, but Deliverance was filmed there for a reason. And I'm not saying it's the same, but, you know, they still adhere to laws and have plumbing and shit sometimes. But, you know, a little bit of that, but but now take away the laws and the plumbing. I mean, that's kind of, you know, what you're what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, Just Burt Reynolds. I'm making fun. Keep his fat friend from getting raped in the in the mountains. (laughs) I'm making fun, but it is fucking heartbreaking. Like one of the stories I listened to um, and and I, I had to turn off the podcast. It was a news podcast. I, because it sounds implausible. It sounds absolutely implausible. I don't remember what it was, but like there was a, a seven-year-old that weighed around 10 pounds or something. I mean, they were so malnourished. They said the skin was – so it's it's kids are dying, and it sucks, and it's gross. But everyone fucking saw it coming. Everyone saw it coming. The instant we pulled out and Afghanistan whoops, said, well, well, I guess we'll just go back to the Taliban. We won't try anything. And the Taliban. So there you go. We're, we, we have a humanitarian crisis on our hands. And uh, shit, I don't know what to do, but I hope uh, the Red Cross and Doctors Without Borders, I hope the Taliban lets them in and they can save some people. I mean, yeah, but it, it, it's also like, look, those those countries have or I mean, those those organizations have to kind of look at corruption within the country that they're dealing with i mean uh, so so much like like charity money and things like that ends up basically just buying golden toilets for whatever dictator happens to be well yeah that was the same as when we were in charge we gave gave aid funds and that's what i said the the president as supposedly has you know a hundred million dollars in his bank account the guy that fled right but they don't the, the red cross and doctors without borders doesn't have a massive army uh, that that those people have to kind of pretend to appease yeah, while they yeah. steal most of the money, so they'll just steal all the goddamn money. You know, like the Taliban doesn't give a shit. The Taliban is not really a government; it's more like an organized crime organization that yeah. just sort of yells about the Quran a little bit. Like they're not. Everybody kind of uh, talks them up like this uh, religious extremist group, and I, I mean, I mean, they 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 are to a sense, but. It really the extremism part is more what they're into so that they can kind of control opium farms like they're the religious part of it's not that big a deal for those fucking guys. I mean, may, maybe it is for some of the lunatics who are blowing themselves up, but for the most part, they're not blowing themselves up. They're just getting they're shooting at us and getting and either running off or, or occasionally getting killed or detained. Um, basically, they're Muslim like the Italian mafia is Catholic, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got the jewelry and shit, but that's not, you know, it's not really what they're in it for. They, uh, to quote Slayer, they go to church, they kiss the cross, they will be saved at any cost, but they really don't care. They, they, they front uh, 
they go uh, kiss the Pope's ring, but then they go and, you know, fuck their mistresses and have people killed, which uh, uh, not very Christ-like. If I well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're gangsters, man. Like uh, they had, I was kind of in- interested in the economics of the place while I was there because I was reading statistics that said that before we were there and, and while we were there too, I mean, it, it, unemployment in the country was over 70%. Right. That was 30 percent in America during the Great Depression, just to kind of give you a comparison. So I'm like, well, that's fucking crazy. And that that's a national statistic. So it includes places like Kabul and stuff like that. So I asked one of my, our, our, our interpreters, you know, I was like, hey, man, um, how did the Taliban collect taxes before we got here? Because I'm like, how do you even tax that? You know, yeah. um, and he just kind of laughed and he was like taxes. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, you work, you give some of your gun- money to the government and they, you know. Uh, provide roads and hospitals and schools and all that. And he, he's like, well, they might have, might set up a checkpoint in the road and point a gun at you and say, give me some taxes, which they still did while we were there. You know what I mean? Just kind of, so I'm yeah. like, okay. So they're, they're more or less robbing homeless people at that, at that point at 70% unemployment. Even the people that are working aren't working for much. You're either a rich son of an opium farmer or you're fucking broke. Like, like dust bowl, great depression type, you, you know? So I'm like, well, how do they at the bare minimum? Now I know they weren't really doing a whole lot of hospital building, building roads, none of that shit where I was at. Certainly they weren't. Um, but I'm like, they at least had to arm themselves to fight the Northern Alliance. That was one of the biggest groups um, that was fighting the Taliban before we get more or less just other warlords, you know, fighting over it. And so I was like, how do they at least at the bare minimum arm themselves to fight these guys and he said opium farms and i'm like well that that's very telling that's why you know there's so much corruption and stuff like that is because uh there's no if you're just getting paid by the opium farmers there's no sense of like you working for the people there's no even pretend sense of of protect and serve or none of that it's you're basically bloods versus crypts but with no cops like you're the closest thing to cops but you're you're really just gangsters that are that are trying to control shit and the people are just there to shut the fuck up and stay out of your way and you know yeah join you if they're fucking smart and actually want to get paid yeah Uh, but if not shut the fuck up and stay out of the way because we'll kill you and we'll kill your whole family i mean dude those checkpoints that 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 i was talking about that they were doing while they were there they they um they they actually raped a couple little kids at gunpoint while they were robbing Uh, people jesus god dragged them out in front of the fucking families in front of a long line of cars and it was in an AO that, you know, like they had the most control out of it. Anywhere in our AO was, was that. And I'm like, how the fuck do they keep control like that? And it's like, after a while, I kind of realized like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, it's to keep people in line. It's not to be, oh, hey, you know, because I was looking at it more with like a Western mentality because this was not long after we got there. I'm like, well, if I was going to vote for a guy for city council and he was dragging out little kids and, you know, raping them in front of <laughs> line full of cars, he, he wouldn't get my vote no more, you know. Um, Unless you're in Alabama and you're Republican, then you can be Doug Jones, uh, not Doug, uh, who, which one was the uh, pedophile? Roy Moore. Doug Jones was a Democrat. Roy Moore, and he actually Roy was. Moore. That said, I think people, hey, hey man, I can say the same thing here. I think, I think New York City, I think, oh, yeah, AOC. I think yeah. California would do, do the same thing. Uh, they would probably vote for a pedophile before a Republican. Um, yeah. No, no, that's it. But it's like, well, you know, because... It keeps it keeps people in line when you do shit like that, and so you know now that we left, it's like well, we're we're just going to control the opium farms, you know, and so it's yeah, I mean that's not really on the right. And we go, oh, the the country's falling apart. No, it's not. Not to them, it's not. They still got their opium farms. Fuck the rest of them. You made me think of um, 
Apocalypse Now. Isn't there, there was a line in Apocalypse Now where uh, talked about uh, the, the the medics came in and vaccinated all the kids, and then uh, the 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 oh, where they chopped the arms off? They said, they, yeah, they came in and chopped the arms off. He said, "How do you defeat an enemy that does that? You can't. You can't. You know." So, well, right. It's one of those things. I, I mean, I, I remember one time we were in a uh, a town kind of up by by where I'm talking about, and they. There was a guy who spoke very fluent English too, so like we didn't even need to use an interpreter to talk to him. And there was a bunch of kids around him and stuff, and he would he would kind of like teach him stuff, you, you know what I mean, just just educationally and whatnot. And he he really liked us because like the Taliban blew up schools while I was there, like they yeah. really they don't like that shit, you know. Um, so he he was talking about how he liked us because you know we're we're educating the population and and. and trying to give some kind of future to the place and and you know with the taliban there's none of that and, and he's saying yeah i mean there's problems of course with the government that we put in in place i mean they kind of view themselves as their own warlords basically i mean they're you know that's all the country's ever known so you put guys like that in power they're like well i guess we're the warlords now we're going to act accordingly <laughs> it's our it's our shit so <laughs> but i i the thing is is he was like well you know i i i like that you guys are trying to set some way up to educate the kids because that's the only way to really have long-term prosperity in a country, you know, because there was over 70% illiteracy as well. And again, that's a national national statistic. So, you know, that's including places like Kabul. So, I mean, it averages out that way. So up where I was at in the, in the Kush mountains and shit, I mean, I, that had to have been over 90%, dude. It was pretty, pretty much everyone was illiterate. You know, it was very, there was no running water, electricity, none of that. Um, but you know, we're talking to this guy and he's, he's giving us, he's telling us what he knows about the Taliban. My, my, my LT hands this guy a card that basically was like a 1-800 snitch on the Taliban card. Like, here's a number to call. You, oh, you know what I mean? I'm Where sure he gave that back and, immediately. Oh yeah. He was like, dude, I would not yeah. No, This would get, I get killed, caught with you know? this card on me. I'm fucking dead. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and you know, my LT was, Oh, just, just call us and you know, we'll come and get, he's like, yeah, you guys and the Afghan army and the Afghan police roll in hot and heavy when you're here. But then you're here for maybe an hour out of the day, not even, you know, like at most. And then you go back to your, you know, your fobs with the fortified walls and all that. And the Taliban live here among us, you know, and that, that that's the whole checkpoint with the dragging the kids out like that. That family probably like uh, snitched on somebody or was working with us or something. So they I, it was one one little boy, one little girl. I think one was like seven. One was like nine. Oh, and yeah, Jesus in front of a whole long car, car full of people, you know, and so it's like. Uh, those people are like, well, we don't like these guys, but I also, I don't want to be that family in that front car. So yeah. I'm going to keep my head down and my mouth shut, you know, whereas us, we won't do anything to you unless we catch you red handed shooting at us uh, or, or putting IDs in the ground. Yeah. You, you know, it's rules of engagement. Right. And, and so it becomes about like safety and, and I have to just kind of keep my, my family safe by not uh, going against these fucking guys and, um, sad to say, long term, you, you know, um, staying in their good graces was the move. So, yeah. Well, um, fucking depressing. Let's let's uh, make such a hard left that it gives us whiplash and uh, is is jarring to the point of uh, just just uh, obnoxiously jarring. Going from something as serious and extreme as what we just discussed to 
what no, many before, people okay, in America. Before we move, though, to anybody out there still trying to polarize this and go, well, it would have been better if if Trump was still in. He would have better done a better job. Or, oh, if only uh, Hillary Clinton would have been in last uh, cycle, it would have gone better. It's like, no, no, no. Hey, both both fucking sides of this of this polarized political shithole that we have uh did nothing it, it never came up in the fucking media it was never really talked about seriously um us us pulling out us us Im improving anything there any kind of ed state in in the past two administrations the only times it really came up was uh hey should trans people be able to go join the endless fucking war that's pretty much just making seven guys who build weapons in texas rich or should they not be able to do that? or um, oh is is Colin Kaepernick taping, taking a knee somehow uh, 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 offending the Tababababa, even though it had nothing to do with the troops? Um, so pretty much, unless it was things that that loosely had anything to do with Afghanistan at best, it, it, it was it was just some kind of fucking hot button uh, cultural issue of the day uh, domestically here stateside. It never came up. So if if your only opinion in the last four years, uh, but like before this. On, on Afghanistan is, is should trans people be able to go join the endless war or is Colin Kaepernick somehow offending the people fighting the endless war? Um, then I, if, then I don't care what your opinion is now. I, I honestly don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion when they, with what you started with, when they say, Oh, Trump would have handled it better. Or if Hillary had been elected in 2016, uh, fuck you. Um, looking at the history of Afghanistan. Right, both parties had their shot. You know yeah, what I mean? Both parties had their shot, but just historically, the Russians couldn't do it. The British right. couldn't do it. We couldn't do it for, you know, uh, 16 years before uh, Biden showed up or however, no, before Trump, before 2016. So 20 years. You're telling me that the, the, the different president would have made such a huge... No, I mean... You look at the what was that line? They interviewed Taliban leaders who just said, uh, oh, yeah, we, we waited out every other place, we'll, every other government will wait you out. And that's exactly what they did. The instant we left, they moved back in. It's it, to say that they wouldn't have if there had been. It's just fucking absurd to to say woulda, coulda, shoulda. Just just look at history. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. It, it, the thing is, is it went on so long under so many different administrations here that neither party could really point the finger at the other party for this taking so fucking long because it was it was very much a um two parties joint fuck up I, I guess so it's like well why even why even talk about it if, if if the democrats can't use it to fucking uh roast the republicans if the republicans can't use it to roast the democrats and why even bring it up you know so it just didn't get talked about and then and then you know, after 20 years, there's people hanging off of fucking planes trying to get out of there. And then it, it, it turns into finger pointing on both sides. And it's like, no, no, no. Just hold up a fucking mirror and uh, point that shit right at yourself. Yeah. Good point. Well, let's OK. I'm not going to transition to the other story. We'll do that later. Uh, let's transition into this, into finger pointing and blame. I did find this super fucking interesting. I'm going to read uh, a statement by Donald uh, Trump, the former president, the 45th president. All the Democrats want to do is. Put is he heartbroken about the women in Afghanistan? Oh, no, he's talking about something else. Yeah. All the Democrats want to do is put people in jail. They are vicious, violent and radical left thugs. They are destroying people's lives. There's the only thing they are good at. They couldn't get that. That first line. All the Democrats want to do is put people in jail. 
I am so impressed and confused and and I enjoy that line so much because um forever my entire life uh it's always been Democrats want to empty the prisons they want to they're they're soft on crime that uh they they if, if they and suddenly out of the blue all Democrats want to do is put people in jail down is up left is right the world is topsy turvy I mean, oh, no, no, no. You what you don't understand. They want they want very lenient uh, criminal penalties starting January 7th of this year. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they don't want as harsh of criminal penalties for I don't know, murdering a, a Capitol Police uh, 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 breaking into the Capitol. I don't know why they're not as concerned with, um, you know, lengthy prison sentences now. Yeah. It's it's amusing. All right. Um, I had another story. It's not. Come on. God damn it. It loaded. Where did it go? Oh, this this uh, this this is this this is this story is uh, almost exactly like uh, the what I said about Afghanistan. It's shocking, Jake. This uh, two shocking stories in one podcast. So I don't know if anybody can handle two shocks to their system, but. Republicans who assailed Biden's stimulus bill are embracing the money. Every Republican, uh, not every, most Republicans voted. Did it pass on party lines or weren't there a few that crossed? Were there like 13 Republicans? Either way, the stimulus package, the 1.9 pandemic, the relief, uh, every Republican said this is going to add too much to the deficit. And now they're all going to their constituents and saying, Hey, look at this money we got. We're going to build bridges. We're going to uh, look at this. It's so fantastic. What I'm doing for you is your representative. It's hilarious. And, and of course, they're the people that vote for them are buying into it. They don't give a fuck that the guy voted no. They don't give a fuck that the person has no principles and doesn't say, you know what? I voted no. I don't want your money. It adds to that. They're, they're just like, yeah, build our roads. It, it's it, it, and it, it, what's funny is the Democrats are still going to get their sh- fucking asses kicked. They're going to get the shit kicked out of them in 2022 by Republicans who are saying, look at this stimulus money I got you uh, that for the for the state, for the county, for for your district. <laughs> when they didn't. We we live in an absurd uh, country, Jake. It's, it's well, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Democrats just got to kind of point that out. But I mean, of course, the Republicans are going to take it. I mean, they'd be honestly, I think they'd be even. I think they'd be fucking monsters if they didn't take it. Oh, absolutely. Because- but at least they would be principled. At least they could say, I voted no. I bl- I said it would balloon the deficit, so I'm not taking it. But in the article, it even says, she said, well, what am I going to do? Say no? It was the governor of South Dakota that said it was. We're already a- paying but- for it. The, the state's already paying for it. Yeah. The governor so, yeah. didn't vote they- for it because it's not a gov- governor. But it's they didn't like, vote yeah. for it, but they're already paying for it. I mean, because look, dude, I'll say the same damn thing about the the, the, the Democrats. And, and, and this isn't even faulting them. Like when, when the Republicans pass some big, uh, you know, uh, tax cut or something like that. Do the do the principled Democrats who didn't want this tax cut? Do they go? No, the people in our state will just we will force them to write a check and give most of it to the Pentagon. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck that. We're still doing it. Good point. But we're not Fair taking point. any of the both fucking sides benefit. do it. No, that's why I'm not picking our Republicans. I, well, I am because they're the ones in the crosshairs right now. But yeah, no, I, I hear your point. I'm not going to defend anyone for for their hypocrisy. It's what being a politician is, and that's why I'm amused when both sides do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if this is that hypocritical, man. I, I mean, it, it's hypocritical if they're trying to take credit for getting shit for their state in the election, right? 
Um, but in, in, in terms of just accepting the money, I mean, well, and it's not so much the accepting the money as it is talking it up. And this is what I'm doing for you. And this is what I'm going to do. Like you tried not to do anything, you know? Right. Right. And, and I mean, that's, that's where it gets fucked up. But I mean, yeah, of course they're going to, they're going to take the money. I mean, you, yeah. you know, yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, now let's, let's, let's get down to lighter news. We'll start closing things out. Jake, we have important decisions to make in life. Apparently the golden globes and the critics choice awards uh, announced their nominees at the same time. And Apparently, they're both uh, presenting at the same time, although the Golden Globes will not be televised because NBC told them to fuck off. Jake, which set of millionaires glad handling other millionaires do you want to pay attention to? This is this is a conundrum when there are millionaires handing awards to other millionaires and saying, you're so good. Thank you. I am good. You're good, too. Wh which one do you pay the most attention to? Uh, same one I did last year. I am not going to watch either of those fucking things. Uh, I'm going to wait till the next day when, guess what? Uh, miraculously, somehow they already had all the winners listed. I, I just got to I got to load a fucking article up and just kind of read who won the next day online. Uh, and even then, I, I kind of only mildly cared a little bit. It mildly cared. I, I have to give you credit because you are one step above me. Um, the way I found out about it is I was on Twitter and uh, Elizabeth Olsen was trending and I clicked it. Um, do you ever see Wind River? I that sounds familiar, man. What's it about? It's a uh, um, Jeremy Renner is a is a animal control expert in Wyoming, and Elizabeth Olsen is an FBI agent, and a young native is raped and and oh yeah 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 I fantastic goddamn movie. Uh, whenever I think of Elizabeth Olsen, I think of that film. I mean, I that movie Renner is Look, great. It's nice it's people fun. with a three hundred eight, right? What's that? Fucking, yeah, you snipe a dude with like a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either way, she was trending, and I thought of Wind River, but I clicked on it, and it's everyone was excited because she was nominated for a Golden Globe, and, and I'm like, I thought those were shit cans. So you click, and it's like, yeah, the Golden Globes, they, they want to happen, um, but they won't be televised, so it'll just be this award show that, I mean, not that anyone should have cared before, but no one will really care now. I mean, it... it I just I don't get it, and I thought this was funny. Um, the reason they got so much shit, the Golden Globes got canceled, is because they didn't apparently have any black members. How, if you're the Hollywood Foreign Press, are there no movie? Theaters? Oh yeah, I, I remember that last year. Uh, no, but it's it's but I I think the Golden Globes is like uh, is it just people in the U.S. or is it like a worldwide thing? Well, it's the Hollywood Foreign Press celebrating, trying to push. It's, it's. I think it's just their job to push Hollywood movies in other markets. Yeah, at first, I and anytime I I I read a, an art like a headline about this, there's not a, enough diversity and blah, and there was too many men and not enough women and da. I usually think it's it's usually just petty kind of fucking semantics or whatever. Yeah. But then I, I remember with that one, it was like there was there was something crazy like. 98 voters and they were all white dudes <laughs> like i'm like all right dude when it's that fucking many and, and they're all white dudes i, I mean it, it well, yeah i didn't read that so how does that happen i mean what are the i don't know countries because are, are they saying that japan doesn't have a member of the hollywood foreign press or 
you know, Mexico or, I mean, sure. Is it all Canada, England, France, Germany? I don't know who makes these up, but yeah, that's the dude, whole point. Apparently is, in every one of those countries, it was some white dude who watches movies that live there <laughs> that ended up on the fucking voting board. That's what's well, so maybe, wild. I don't know. Then maybe the Hollywood foreign press is just American journalists trying to get the foreign press to uh, push. It. I have no idea. I yeah, just dude, it was it's, funny. It, dude, every single every single voter is somebody just Elizabeth warning it up over there going, I am 164 Japanese. And then she's voting on behalf of uh, Japan. Well, well, neat. Either way. I like your take. I'm, I'm going to uh, do the same thing. It, depending on when it has aired in the past. I remember that it was, oh, geez, should I watch the Golden Globes? Oh, no, because football is on. And I'm not watching anything if football is on. I'm watching football. Like, it is a no-brainer. I, I want to watch millionaires uh, hurt one another over uh, <laughs> one another awards. Right, yeah. it's it's That's what they should do. They should start tackling each other without helmets and giving each other CTE. I will watch these fucking awards. <laughs> All right, final Fight story. like squid games for your fucking trophy. That's what I Ooh, say. I like that take. Yeah, I, I don't need to hear Joaquin Phoenix going out and weeping, telling me not to drink milk. Fuck you, Joaquin. Aren't you up there for, 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 for playing a murder clown and dancing to Gary Glitter song? Shut the fuck up and quit telling me how to vote and live. Yeah, but the Gary Glitter song was licensed through somebody that doesn't give Gary Glitter the money, which makes it okay. The the thing that's I know, funny I'm just about, saying, I'm just saying, get off your high fucking. No, horse no, I know you're going to do that. I just found it amusing because I all the way back to and, and let me look this up really fast because um, I want to get a year on this. Uh, Google, Google. Sudden death, sudden death. The Jean Claude Van Damme movie came out in 1995. Did and it so win any Golden Globe Awards? If not, this is a fucking outrage. What? Did it win any Golden Globe Awards? If not, this is a fucking outrage. <laughs> I will boycott. Happen. In 1995, I said, why are we still using this song in movies? Because the guy's a fucking rapist, pedophile, piece of shit. And it took until 2000-whatever when Joker came out for the rest of the world to collectively catch up and go, hey, don't use that song. So I was over 20 years ahead of the curve. Yeah. So. It's so long that by now it's like, well, he should be getting out anyway. <laughs> I mean. <Yeah. laughs> All right. The final story. Uh, this is the one I was going to uh, switch to straight from Afghanistan because it would have made everyone, it would have given everyone whiplash. Um I, I, did you see any of the kerfuffle online about Ben Affleck talking about his alcoholism and his marriage? Not till you sent it to me. So he made a comment, I think, on Howard Stern. Only look, I don't know. He gave an interview where he Ben Affleck said that, yeah, it was Howard Stern. He said, I was not happy in my marriage and I handled it poorly and I was drinking too much. And so because he said... I was not happy in my marriage and I handled it poorly and I was drinking so much, too much. People started hammering him saying, how dare you blame Jennifer Garner for your alcoholism? No. And it's like, are you the stupidest fucking person on the planet to hear him say, I handled it poorly. And for you to say, how dare you blame Jennifer Garner? It's this is the country we live in where people were so upset with Ben Affleck. He was trending and people were just fucking hammering him. 
for talking about his alcoholism. And, and they said, you blame your wife. That's wrong. It's like, I didn't get that sense that he blamed his wife. I got the sense that he said, I was unhappy in my marriage and didn't know how to deal with it. This was a dumb, my bad move. See, it's funny because like I consider myself a fairly progressive dude. And then I read shit like that. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm Mussolini compared to people on like the far, far left. Jesus Christ, man. They're fucking out of control. That's that. That is a goddamn apt comparison. That's how I feel is is I remember being young and passionate. And I wonder if me of today could go back to talk of me back then how annoyed with me I would be like, I'm still annoyed with who I am because I'm a pretty bad shitty person, but my God, the, 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 the left is, they are insane. And it makes me happy that I laugh at them because the, the right, and I I don't consider myself right. Uh, they get so angry at the left. It's just fun being able to watch both sides, be angry with one another and just be amused by it all. Well, yeah, but with with this one, I'm going like, a, for one thing, not to do a sort of like uh, uh, low-grade Matthew McConaughey from the end of Time to Kill, but like now imagine it's the lady saying, I drank a lot because of the dude that I was married to. You'd be, you, you, yes, queen, yes, yes. get your groove back. You don't need him. He was mentally abusive to you. Like that's, that's what you'd be doing right now. And then oh. also... It didn't even sound like he was blaming her so much as talking about like, hey, hey, we just had a bad marriage for one thing. I mean, it didn't sound like, hey, I was drinking a lot because my wife is a cunt. Like, I exactly. didn't hear that out of him, you know? And then also, um, even if he said that, even if he was like, hey, I drank a lot because the woman I was married to was a cunt. It's like, uh, I'm not really looking into that too much for like, oh, he's a shitty guy or hey, she's a cunt. It's like, uh, is, is, is it should it really be a headline? Dude doesn't like his ex-wife person doesn't like their ex-spouse that's what ex-spouses are for was to not like them this is where it gets fucked up so because it blew up on him he gave another interview where he's like yeah i think what you're all forgetting is i love jennifer we are friends as she is the mother of our children we have a great relationship now because we're not married you know like he doesn't say i hate her she was a he just it was an unhappy marriage and I love you, Jake, because I didn't even think of that, but you are 110% correct. If she had come out and said, Ben drove me to drink, it would have been the same thing. Well, Ben is the worst person in the, how dare Ben treat it? it, Oh, fucking you nailed it. It's exactly like you say that um, Roy Moore can be a pedophile and Republicans in Alabama will still vote for him. And AOC could be a pedophile and and it'd actually be pretty good for the 14 year old she was fucking i would like to be 14 and fucking aoc but anyway right, it's one of those glasses half full kind of kind of yeah. things yeah, but yeah, yeah. uh people would fact, so, sometimes for- sometimes i fantasize I, I when i'm rubbing one out i pretend i'm a 14 year old and i'm being molested by aoc oh, molested god that would be such a that's a, such a unique term because if she were touching me it would be if I was 14 molestation, but it'd be, be the best day of my life. But yeah, I, I love when you uh, see both sides of the angles and that's, that's why I, I love talking to you and I'm going to end this love fest now. Uh, I love you too, man. People get sick, but uh, good seeing your face, my friend. You too, man. Listeners go visit to Jake, go visit date I keep trying to say go to Jake and visit Jake. So I'm putting that two in there and it's getting awkward and trying to take it out. Visit jakevevera.com. Visit nathantimmel.com for me. And thanks for tuning in. Later. All right.